first thing I'm very grateful for is all of the amazing people that I've met in our community, in our endo community, because I have endo myself. If I never had endo, I wouldn't have met all the amazing clients that I have and all of the amazing women in my audience and everybody listening to this podcast right now. I am so beyond grateful for all of you. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Babe podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Babe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endo babes, and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey, more confidence in the belief that you too can have more good days than that. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about gratitude and finding gratitude in endometriosis. So this is an activity that I do every year, always around Thanksgiving. Um, And it's something that I'm going to challenge you guys to do this year as well. Living with endometriosis can be daunting and feel like a never-ending battle sometimes. And it might seem really unrealistic to be thankful or grateful when you are in pain, especially when your pain takes up such a large part of your life, right? But studies show that practicing gratitude can actually have a profound effect on you and your mental health. But sometimes just like other habits that are good for us, it can be hard to stay consistent with it because you don't see, or if you don't see, results right away, right? And so like, why is it so hard to stay consistent in something that we know is good for us? And I mean, in all reality, it's easier for us to focus on what we don't have, right? And our imperfections and to kind of focus on the negative aspect of everything. And that is an innate trait that is in all of us. It's a evolutionary trait from back when we had to run from cyber-toothed tigers and look out for like the worst possible case scenario in our environment to make sure that we stayed alive, right? But in it's 2020, like we don't technically have to constantly focus on the negative in our problems and look out for danger. Like we, the majority of us live very safe lives. And I'm going to be talking about like stress and the nervous system and how to overcome all of this in a later podcast. Um, but right now I want to focus on gratitude because between everything that's happened this year, this has been a year for the books and we are inundated with negatives everywhere we look. We open up our phones and they are locking down everything and people are dying and more people are getting sick and the election, like everything that's happening this year from the news and social media and even in-person conversations, like that's why it's even more important for us to focus on gratitude and taking this little extra step and finding the good in ourselves and the world around us right now. And I know, like I said earlier, like gratitude, as we practice it consistently, 
it has profound effects on our physical and mental health. It has a really positive influence on us. And that's because with gratitude, instead of looking in the future and worrying about what's happening next or what's going to happen or worrying about the past, gratitude helps you be grateful and thankful for your current situation, even if you don't technically like where you are right now. And that's okay. There are still things in your life that you can be grateful for. And not only is gratitude, like I was saying, great for your mental health, it actually has some physical influence as well. Like it can improve your sleep. It can decrease your sensitivity to pain, increase your positive emotions, and improve your self-esteem. All of these things can lead to increased happiness and a reduction in depression, right? And who doesn't want more of that right now? I know I do. So I invite you to join me in practicing gratitude this week for your body and for your endometriosis and post it to your Instagram story, to your feed. I'll make a little like a little thing for the IG stories that you guys can screenshot and like write in your gratitudes. Um, and use the hashtag gratitude and endo and tag me at Chelsea Bree. I would love to see what you guys are grateful for despite having endometriosis and even being grateful for your body because it's doing the best that it can. Even if you don't really like where you are right now and you don't like your current situation, you can still have love and appreciation for how freaking hard your body is working how much it fights for you every single day to keep you alive despite the immense amounts of pain that you're in. And if you find like being grateful for anything is really hard, like I'm going to welcome you to just start small. Like if you're struggling to find something to be thankful or grateful for, starting very, very small. It doesn't matter how small it is. It's a place to start, right? And so if you can try to identify like one good thing, a supportive person, a heat pad, your weighted blanket, something that just makes you feel good and that you are grateful that you have, right? Like that's a wonderful place to start. And in the beginning, it can be really easy for us to still focus on the negatives and minimize the positives, right? But eventually over time, and that's why consistency is key here, it kind of retrains your brain, right, to spot the positives a little bit more quickly. And so that means that with practice, it'll become easier and easier and easier to identify things that you're grateful for in your life. And you'll end up developing your gratitude muscle, like, right, strengthening your gratitude muscle and strengthening your positivity muscle, right? And I don't say only positivity, no negativity ever, negative feelings and emotions are valid and they are always welcome but living in those is not a healthy place for us to be and so when we can feel those feelings and move through those feelings and process them in a healthy way and live our life more positively that is what I mean right it's not only positive feelings no bad feelings ever that has never gotten anybody anywhere except for spiritually bypassing and living in a made-up reality, right? Because we're humans. That's part of the human experience is that life is hard, right? And so when we can accept that and come to terms with that a little bit faster, we can look for the light in every single day. And you can choose to call it whatever you want to. I say positivity, but even just like moving to be more happier, more joyful, more just in love with life, right? Like that's what I mean. And 
gratitude doesn't make all of our problems disappear, right? It just helps them feel a little bit more manageable and again, like reprograms your brain to start to look for the joys in life. And eventually with consistency, you're going to have a greater appreciation for yourself, for your body, for those around you. And it's just going to fill your fucking heart with joy. Um, so this activity that I do every single year, and some of the things have stayed the same and some things have been different, you know, just growing, expanding with myself and with my understanding of my body and my illness. Um, but I find 10 gratitudes in my body and endometriosis every single year. And some of them I really write out and I get into detail about why I'm grateful for the things, other things I'm just flat out grateful for, you know, and in doing this exercise, I used to do like one gratitude a day. Um, but sometimes when I get in the writing mood, I'll just whip out all 10 of them. And that is what we're going to be going through today is my 10 gratitudes in endometriosis. And again, I welcome you to do this practice with me. I'm also going to be sharing just some journal prompts on finding gratitude, right? Because sometimes in the very beginning, if you aren't used to a gratitude practice, like actually finding things that you're grateful for is kind of hard. Um, so I'm going to be giving you a couple different gratitude journal prompts to get you started. So let's kind of dig into my 10 gratitudes for endometriosis. And remember, these can be as long or as short as you want them to be. Um, that's totally up to you. I'm just going to be sharing just little tiny tidbits for each of my gratitudes. The first thing I'm very grateful for is all of the amazing people that I've met in our community, in our endo community, because I have endo myself. If I never had endo, I wouldn't have met all the amazing clients that I have and all of the amazing women in my audience and everybody listening to this podcast right now. I am so beyond grateful for all of you. And I'm grateful that you're here showing up for yourself and learning to take control of your endometriosis and learn how to live well with endo because it's not an easy feat. And so I'm very grateful for every single one of you. I am also very, very grateful that it really taught me how to connect to my body, giving me like a newfound awareness of what I was putting in my body, right? So before I was diagnosed, like I would eat anything regardless if it was terrible for me or not. I just never really paid any attention to any of that. And because of that, I was always in pain. And so really learning what my triggers are, learning what kind of foods and products and movement and all of these things that go into living well with endometriosis, like what works for my unique body. I am so grateful for that, right? Like I've almost completely alleviated my endometriosis pain except for pain around ovulation because of this and becoming aware of what I put into my body. Like I can have more good days than bad. The third thing that I'm very grateful for is that it really taught me how to listen and connect to my body, right? Because it's really easy for us to be disconnected from our bodies. Most of us are living up in our heads and we aren't really connected to actually what's happening in our body. And living with endo has really taught me to listen to my body, listen to its cues, listen to my hunger cues, listen to my body when I'm needing to rest a little more, right? And really understanding what my body is trying to say and communicate with me has been a lifesaver that I probably would have never really even been curious about if I didn't have endometriosis, right? 
I would have never connected on a deeper level to my body. I probably would have just continued living as I was in pain and thinking that they're and ignoring like the screaming messages that my body was sending me. The fourth thing that I am grateful for is it taught me really to focus on my health. And I think this kind of ties into the first couple ones, right? Because like I was saying before, like I used to just treat my body like shit. I would eat whatever I chain smoked and drank all the time. Like I never exercised and living with a disease that causes you so much pain and systemic inflammation. It's really important to take care of your health, your mental health, self-care, Practicing self-care has become a non-negotiable for me, and it's been really one of my favorite ways to show up for myself and putting my health up on a, I don't want to say up on a pedestal, but kind of like making it a priority, I guess is what I want to say, and realizing that I am important and worthy and knowing that I can't pour from an empty cup has been a game changer for me and being able to live well with endone, so I'm very fucking grateful for that. Another thing that I'm grateful for is that it's given me something to fight for, really making me an advocate for my own health. Like I had endo symptoms really from like age 16, right? I kind of just had this all over abdomen pain that wasn't related to my periods and all I saw multiple doctors, all who said that my pain was in my head or it was caused by IBS or maybe I had Crohn's disease, let's do a colonoscopy. Or it was just menstrual cramps and toughen up is maybe you're a drug seeker. Maybe it's because your parents are getting a divorce and you're looking for attention. <laughs> like all of these gas lighting, dismissive, belittling assumptions about me. And so it really taught me that I have to be an advocate for my own health. And I think that's something that our community is really good at, right? Because the medical community is broken right like doctors number one they don't get enough training they don't get enough continuing education they are overworked understaffed hospitals are really just a stressful environment to work in in general right and that's not an excuse or a reason for their behavior but I am just saying that we've dropped the ball in our healthcare system essentially right And really being our own advocates can be really stressful, but I'm glad that it gave me something to fight for. And I know that seems kind of backwards, right? Like being an advocate for myself, for my health, and now for all of you is, wouldn't have happened if I didn't have endometriosis, right? Like I, I never would have understood all of, (laughs) all of the struggles that we go through if I never had endometriosis. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm also incredibly, incredibly grateful that it taught me how to love my body in the face of chronic pain. And it taught me that, yeah, it's okay to be angry about having endometriosis and having a lifelong, sometimes painfully debilitating condition. It's okay to be angry about that, but it's not okay to live in that anger. And I've learned that it's not really okay for us to really focus on how much we fucking hate endo. Fuck you. Fuck endo. I hate you. I wish that I had a different body. I wish that I had a different life, right? Like when you constantly talk to yourself like that, there's really no way that you are going to start feeling better, right? If you were told fuck you every single day and that you hated 
or that you are hated every day, like how would you feel? Probably absolutely terrible. And if you are reaffirming those beliefs in your head about your body, your body and brain are going to believe those things to be true. And so it's going to continue to happen, right? So I'm incredibly grateful that it really took me on this self-love journey and learning how to love my body even when I do have a little bit of pain. I'm also really grateful for the anger that I used to have. And anger isn't a bad thing. It's just an emotion, just like any other emotion, right? But it's how you use that anger is key. Like I was kind of saying, I used to use that anger to destroy my body because I believed that it was already broken. I chain smoked. I drank all the time. I hardly ate. I never exercised. I just was like, okay, I'm going to have pain forever. Like, this is just my fucking life. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to escape. I'm going to do all of these things because fuck it, right? I'm already broken. And when I was able to channel that anger into figuring out what works best for my endometriosis and my body, and now helping all of you do the same, right? If I hadn't had that anger and had that super like emotive drive to push me where I am today, I wouldn't be here today. So I'm incredibly grateful for that, even though it seems kind of like a weird thing to be grateful for. Again, if I would have never had that anger and those emotions to drive me to want something better and to figure it out and then want to help everybody else figure it out, I wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing. I'm also incredibly grateful that it taught me how strong I am. And I know people are like, oh, I don't want to be strong. I'm in fucking pain all the time. But we are strong. We're so fucking strong. Emotionally, physically, mentally, living with a fucking painfully debilitating disease has been one of the hardest things that I've had to overcome, right? And it would be really easy to let it consume my entire life. And I almost let it. I refuse to allow that now and it really forced me to evolve my mindset around pain and learn new ways to cope, right? And it taught me to be more positive in my life and not focus so much on the negativities and what I wish was different and focus on what is good in my life still and what I want to create. It taught me that I'm able to bear immense amount of pain And then I'm strong enough to withstand anything that life can hand me. And we all are. We are so strong. And I know it doesn't feel like you're really strong when you're in so much pain. And when you're in the depths of figuring out what works for you and your endometriosis. And you feel like there's no fucking way out. There is a way out. You are strong. Your body wakes up every single day alive on this earth. You are so fucking strong. And I'm so grateful that endometriosis really taught me that. Right? Um, I've I've stopped counting, but I feel like I have two more. Um, The next thing that I'm grateful for is that it really taught me compassion and a greater capacity to relate to the pain of others. Right? And really to understand that pain. Because living with chronic pain is not only exhausting, it can be draining and can be a really huge life-sucking monster. And sometimes it will pull you into that darkness if you let it. And that constant pain physically, mentally, emotionally is enough to keep you down for the rest of your life if you let it, right? 
But just because somebody looks okay on the outside doesn't mean that they're okay, right? We live with an invisible illness. And sometimes a lot of women with endometriosis also have mental illness as well without saying a word. So compassion and kindness can go so freaking far. And when we can realize that or use our pain as a catalyst to propel us forward in our lives, a catalyst for greater love and transformation and looking for the light in the darkness, right? I believe that that's when healing starts. And so I'm very grateful for endometriosis for showing me this and for teaching me these things. And last, I'm very fucking grateful that it taught me to slow down, lean out. It's okay that we can rest. Resting is normal. We need to normalize resting and recharging, especially, especially living with endometriosis, right? That the chronic fatigue that can come with endometriosis because of the systemic inflammation is debilitating and when we live in this go 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 society it causes even more stress within our body which leads to even more inflammation right and so coupled that with the chronic fatigue it can really cause our endometriosis pain to flare and i know there are i've talked to so many of you and my clients and we have this this need to go, go, go and do everything for everybody else and bend over backwards for everybody else because we know how fucking shitty it feels to feel like shit, right? And so we don't want anybody else to ever feel that way. So we are the doers. We are the go-to people for our family. We carry everybody on our back. And all that is doing is it's digging us into the ground. And so learning to rest and viewing rest and not as lazy, it's not fucking lazy when you have a chronic illness, resting is recharging and it's actually self-care, right? Because when we need to rest, we need to rest and our bodies are screaming at us to fucking rest and we just need to listen to it. It's okay to rest. If you have trouble resting, or you feel bad or lazy or feel like a burden or guilty, I just made a post about guilt on my Instagram, but just assess like where that's coming from, right? Why are you feeling the need that you, your needs shouldn't be taken care of over everybody else's and it doesn't have to be over everybody else, right? You, your you deserve your needs to be met just like everybody else does. And so I'm really grateful that endometriosis has taught me that to slow down and rest when I need to rest. Sometimes I just need a fucking day to lay in bed and listen to my Harry Potter books <laughs> and do nothing but snuggle my dogs, you know, and that's totally okay. I clock those as self-care days and that is totally normal. We all need those. Okay. I think those were my 10 I wrote them down and then I went out of order and I forgot which ones I've already said. So if it's not 10, it's close to 10. <laughs> um, and I really welcome all of you to do this practice with me this year. Sit down and try to figure out 10 things that you're grateful for. 10 things endometriosis has taught you that you're grateful endometriosis has taught you. 10 things you've learned about your body that you've ha you're happy that you've learned. And if you put them on Instagram, I would love for you to tag me 
Or you could even just DM them to me. I would love, love, love to see what you're grateful for and to celebrate that with you because gratitude is such a needed and helpful practice for us. And as promised, I'm going to give you some gratitude journaling prompts to take today, use whenever you're feeling called to use, or just use in the very beginning when you, if you can't think of anything to be grateful for, because there's always something to be grateful for, even if it's just that you woke up today, right? So the first one is, what is something that you're grateful you have today that you didn't have a year ago? And with this journaling prompt, go ahead and just reflect back over this last year. It's been a fucking doozy of a year, (laughs) but things are very different this year. And I can tell you that we've all grown so much this year. So what is something that you're grateful that you have today that you didn't have a year ago? Okay. The second one is who is somebody in your life that you're grateful you have in your life? It could be a parent, a spouse, a dog, an animal, Just somebody in your life that you are so fucking grateful for. Write them down. Like for me, I I do my three gratitudes every single morning and Eli and the dogs are always on that list. Always. Every single fucking morning. Because I am. I am so beyond grateful for all of them. The third is what is a possession that you have that makes your life easier What is something that you use a lot that you love and you're grateful for, right? It could be your heat pad. It could be your coffee cup. It could be just like a physical, it could be your plants. Oh, I'm so grateful for all of my plants. I love them so much. Um, and I, they they don't really make my life easier, but they bring me joy. (laughs) So, I mean, if I'm happy, my life is easier. So I, I would put those under, under that category. (laughs) Um, mm, a fourth question for you guys today is what mistake or failure are you grateful for? And this kind of ties in with the whole theme of this podcast, right? Because finding gratitude in our failures and our mistakes, while it might be really hard, every failure or mistake or bump in the road that we experience in our lives is just a lesson, right? You learn from it and you do different next time. So it's it's almost like looking at a silver lining, right? Like what is something that you've learned? What's a lesson that you've learned? What did what happened that made you grow? Like what can you take out of this failure or mistake? And the fifth question for you guys today, I'm just going to do five is just write three things that you're grateful for today, right? You can look around your room and write about the things in your room that you're grateful for. You can do something like me, like I write about Eli and the dogs every single day, right? What is something that you bought recently? Like just write something, three things that you are grateful for today. I love you all so much and I cannot wait wait, wait to hear or my, well, if, unless you like voice chat them to me, I can't wait to read or hear <laughs> your gratitudes for endometriosis. And you don't have to do 10, but I suggest you do 10. And again, I would love to hear them. So if you want to, or you're feeling called to, I welcome you to DM me at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A-B-R-I on Instagram, or you can email me at Chelsea Bree at gmail.com. 
C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A-B-R-I at gmail.com. I would love to read or hear your gratitudes. I love you all so much, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.